Blog Talk Radio. I've been trying to find you Been looking high and low Wanting you more and more To come and dirty wine yeah. I love the way you move Like how you're doing what you're doing you, you got me hypnotized Got me all in my mind I'm trying not to lose it Your body, body, body Drop it down low Then you pick it up I want it, want it, want it I want you so bad I can't get enough your body, 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 ooh, got me in my feelings. Girl, you're a star, that's what you are. You know, you know, you're doing something to me. Got my emotions on a roller coaster ride. Yeah, this thing's going on between us. Something I can't fight. I've been trying to find you. Cause I've been trying to find you. Been looking high and low, wanting you more and more. To come and dirty wine. To come and dirty wine. Yeah. I love the way you move. I, I love the way you move. Like how you're doing what you do. Like how you're doing what you do. Yeah, you, you yeah. got me hypnotized. Got me all in my mind. I'm trying not to lose it. 
your body, body, body Tell me about the big, I don't even care I want it, want it, want it I want you to myself, I don't want to share Your body, body, body Ooh, got me in my feelings Girl, you're a star My emotions on a roller coaster ride. This thing's going on between us. Something I can't find. Not tonight. Nine to five hustle, overtime hustle, trying to hold a decent job 
hustle Cause every time we close our eyes, all we see is struggle Tattoo hustle, YouTube hustle Just to get a couple views, watch a few struggle I know we all hustle, that's all a part of struggle It's time we get it popping off, so we all bubble, bubble, bubble you who you wanna be party before we even get started up here in the chat. I know, so right? Make sure I, <laughs> I had to make sure I put my mic back on because, you know, doing the piece with our music, I've been dancing and singing and, uh, you know, sometimes you think you sound good, <laughs> like that shower voice. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't want to scare our listening audience away, so I always got to mute myself. <laughs> Listen. Honey, you be be a whole vibe. A whole vibe. <laughs> so hello everybody once again. Welcome to Let's Chat. My name is the singing Miss Tony. <laughs> and I like to, my girl over there on, on, on the P's and Q's, Miss Misha. <laughs> y'all can tell I'm in one of those kind of moves tonight, but y'all know it's all good. It's all good. We thank you guys for joining us this evening. We absolutely do, honey. We are talking that talk, you know, here on Let's Chat. We talk about building powerful brands, writing best-selling books, and just manifesting a better life. Uh, Today, better life is our topic. We're talking about purpose is power. You know, a lot of times people want to be a presence, but, you know, you can't be a presence without having purpose. Um, What do you think about that, it's purpose is power, and 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 I, you know, I always gotta ask you why you come up, <clears throat> excuse me, with our show topics. So, and we're always excited to hear what our guests have to say. But you have to work in your walk in your purpose, and in walking in your purpose, you're actually walking into your power. Because as we say on here, let's chat. We all have our own lane, and if my lane is paved with purpose and power, it's my responsibility to to gear up for that, you know, to not just let it go to waste and wait for someone else to take that purpose and power away from me. So I'm all about, at least, you know, I'm all about doing what I got to do and not putting it off till tomorrow, next week, or next year. If it's a topic that needs to be tackled, if it's a purpose that needs to be done, we do it in the present and not in the future or whenever, you know, you feel that it is your time. But we all have purpose as well as power. And it's our responsibility to step into both. Absolutely. Well, let's open on that, piece. Open us up. Absolutely. Once again, welcome to Let's Chat. My name is Miss Tony. And as I said, you know, sometimes I have a little tunes to say at the start of the show. But Alicia and I are so glad you joined us. For those that may be joining us for the very first time, welcome. Alicia and I started off just celebrating literature. And as she said, this week, everyone that has come to the doors of this chat, you know, they have passion behind what it is that they do, and that passion may extend to whoever's listening. Sometimes we all need a word, and we may not necessarily know what that word is, 
But when we hear it, it hits us. So we want to thank all of our guests, including those that are joining us this evening, for celebrating their dopeness with us. So welcome once again, and we're about to get it properly. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, listen, we're talking that talk today as we do every day. Um, and then we always do our interview portion, and then we do our sports. So if you are a sports fan, welcome, welcome, welcome. That will be the second half of our show. But you know, Miss Tony, she's Sports 101. And Mr. Jazz, he's Sports Guru. <laughs> so we're going to be here talking that talk about that sports and what they got going on uh, in NBA and the NFL and baseball, all of the above. They're going to be talking that talk. So if y'all are into sports, make sure you stay tuned. We're going to have some fabulous guests in. You know, I'm gearing up for that Visions and Books that's going to be uh, on April the 2nd, which is next weekend. And so there's going to be some of our sponsors and some of our vendors and some of our authors are going to be stopping in. Um, but if you are in the Atlanta area, make sure you head over to Eventbrite. Grab your ticket for Visions and Books. It's going to be uh, next Saturday, April the 2nd. The book event portion is from 3 to 7. And then the karaoke bash, y'all know we, we like to hold some tunes and notes a little bit. Uh, we're all going to be cutting up, <laughs> cutting up, having laughs, food, food, laugh, and fun. Uh, it's in the in the name of literature, and we'll also be giving back at the same time. So with Visions and Books, I like to say that it's all shades of Leisha. Um, I love books. I'm a, a reader at heart. Um, I have, I'm also actually going to be part of a collaboration called The Breaking Point. Um, which is coming out the end of April. And so I'm going to be an author. I have Hardcore Grind, which is also my, uh, it's my column that's going to be a magazine. That magazine is going to launch May 9th, so I'm excited about that. Um, and so Visions of is really all shades of me. I'm a giver. I love to give back. So we have two um, community assets. We normally have the class. And I didn't do that this year um, because of the pandemic and how uh, off, you know, some people are in school, some people are not in school. Um, so I, I wanted to do something. And I said, well, there are a lot of organizations in the community that are doing things for the community that we don't really know about, right? So our two community assets are going to be Lady and the Caddy and Girls Who Brunch. They both are doing some dope things inside of our community, and I want to make sure that those uh, community activities are being highlighted and that people really know uh, what's going on and what's being offered to them. You have a great lineup, and this is also in part with our purpose and power. You know, we have the power to help those, and in helping those, we help ourselves. Yeah, you, the last one you put on was awesome, and I think it just gets better each time you put on a vision and books, and so many benefits from it, you know, not just us as readers, but sometimes those that may not have even picked up a book, like the two entities that you're going to be donating to, but it helps them to understand their purpose and power. So you're doing an awesome thing, Leash. You have an amazing lineup. And it sounds like it's going to be another one for the ages from Visions and Books. So make sure you guys go to Eventbrite and get those tickets. 
and support this most worthy cause. Absolutely. And then on Sundays, we have Hardcore Grind Live uh, to be live streaming. If you didn't get our show on last Sunday, no worries. You can head over to iHeartRadio, Spotify, as well as Let's Chat YouTube, and you'll be able to see uh, that show in its entirety. We appreciate you guys always rocking with us, whatever it is that, you know, is put on our spirit to do. I appreciate T because I always take her to the left and the right. She'd be like, where are we going now? And she'd just be like, okay, I'm ready. You know, so she always riding with me, and I appreciate her for that. We're going to take a brief break, and then we're going to be back, and we're going to talk some talk with some of these um, contributors of Visions and Books this year. Awesome. To get to know you with my third eye, to understand the pages off in your mind. I wanna know your energies. I, I wanna give you all you need. And oh, I wanna be the one you call in late night, the one that you can hold and make it all right. I wanna give you sanity. I, I wanna make you really feel love.
Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome, Melissa. My name is Leisha. You know, I got my right hand, and most of the time, she is my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. Honey, we are talking that talk today with the fabulous supporters and contributors of Visions and Books. I'm just going to bring each of them in so that they can introduce themselves. Hello. Welcome, 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 everybody. Hello. Welcome. How are you doing? I'm so excited about Atlanta next weekend. I am excited, too. So I want you each to uh, tell everybody your name, tell everybody a little bit about your brand. I am um, Chanel. I write Christian fiction, African-American Christian fiction, and I just stepped into doing some um, Christian fiction T-shirts. The brand is called Jesus Lit because everyone needs to know that we have options. There are some amazing Christian fiction authors that have you know, just all the all the juice, all the dramas in the book. So you can be edified and still enjoy a very good story. I love it. I love it. And who's next? Um, hey. Hey, Chanel. This is Teresa Howell. I am hey. a Christian fiction author as well. This is the first time I actually heard your voice. So I'm like, oh, that's her. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> I have a production company called TB Productions where we deal with magazines, film, books, and so much more. Um, I'm trying to remember everything that we do, but, yes, I will also be in the event. Um, I have five Christian fiction books that are out, and I'm excited about the event coming up. I love it. Next guest. Hey, ladies, how you doing? I'm Sasha Goins from New York. What's up? Hey, hey, hey. Hey. I'm trying to get at you early. How y'all doing? We are good. We are good. Tell everybody a little bit about your brand. Um, Currently, I'm a new author. I got one book out. I'm in the process of working on my second book. Um, I'm about to... um, do this hustling grind in Detroit coming up in June in this oh, Richmond uh in this Richmond book tour as well. So, you know, trying to wiggle a little bit. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. So y'all know if you haven't been a guest on Let's Chat before, we always talk about a goal moment. And the goal moment is when thought and execution come together, especially as women. We're really taught that when we pour only when we pour into ourselves, it's selfish. You know, as women, we're in society supposed to pour into everyone else. Um, but there has to be a time when you have to have a you. You know, you have to have a goal moment. You got to think about what, what your vision is, what's going to fuel you. Fuel you. Um, because you got to pour into yourself and other people have to pour into you so you can have something to offer um, everybody on the outside. And so that's when thought and execution come together, because a lot of times when we think of others, it's in abundance, but when we think of ourselves, it's in lack. We can't do it right now. We got an excuse for why something can't happen. It's not going to work. They're not going to know. I never did it before. We're going to give ourselves excuses on why we can't do something right now. Um, And so that goal moment is when your thought and then your feet move together. And so we want each of you to talk about your goal moment and what made you just say, I'm going to make this happen. Chanel? Okay. Um, it's 
you know, I believe that everything, um, everything has synergy in it, right? So everything is said and done for a reason. So this question actually um, came up today because I think my go moment is the fact that this year, at the end of the school year, I will be leaving the education system and focusing on full-time writing. Um, okay. full-time entrepreneurship. Yeah. So it's, it, and it's just like you said, I had to take a step back and say, okay, well, what, what's best for me? Because I poured out, trust me, I poured out to the, the family and I poured out to hundreds and hundreds of students over the years, but now it's time for me to do, do what I'm called to do in the name of Jesus for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, sometimes that can be scary. It's like we're oh, taking gosh, both yes. steps Very scary. in the dark. <laughs> yes, you're taking both steps in the dark. You're taking those steps. You really don't see your footprint, but you know that this is the direction you have to go in. And so mm-hmm. that does be very scary sometimes because it's the unknown. Um, but, you know, here on Let's Chat, we always say your lane is paved just for you. You can move as fast as you want, as slow as you want. You could put up as many buildings as you want because it's 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 for you. And so that one side street that that's not paved is gravel. You know, we worried about our tires. We tend not to go down there right away. And so now that you're going down that way, you're going to pave that as well. So we are very proud of you. And Thank whatever you. you need us to do, just let us know, and we are always Thank you here. So much. You are so Thank very you. welcome, Teresa. Okay, can you repeat the question again? You know, I'm probably adult ADHD. What did you say? <laughs> what was my what was goal that, moment? Yeah, what was your goal moment? What was that moment in time where you, because I know you're going to have many goal moments, right? But it was that mm-hmm. moment in time that you decided to say, I'm going to do this magazine. I have to do Sony or about what what was that that moment like for you when you decided to say I'm about to make this happen? Um, I deal with a lot of fear, and um, I I would have to say anxiety. So I'm always like, no, I shouldn't do this. I always second guess myself. Um, and for me, the go moment is when I contemplate for a little bit. I talk to family, I talk to friends, and then I get that unction. It's just um, something that I can't explain that just comes upon me and say, okay, it's time to get up now and get it done. Um, So I may waddle a little bit for a couple of weeks, but then there's just a spark, which I'm going to say it's God that comes in and says, okay, now it's time to do it. So you got to get it done. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and I've learned, you know, I've I've learned, child, when God tell you to move your feet, you have to absolutely make that move. Um, mm-hmm. You can't, you can't stall, you can't say, I'm, this is not what I'm going to do, because you know what happens, uh, we end up having conflict with God. It's not even other people. It's arguing with God about what we're going to do and what we're not going to do and when we're going to do it, and that's not what I'm trying to do right now. You know, we telling him what we're going to do when he's here to tell us how to move and when to move. And, and you know, once we stop arguing with him, we find that falling in place. Would you guys agree? 
I didn't want to say I was leaving and then what are we going to do and so on and so forth. But it it really did work out. Um, And that fear is slowly but surely subsiding. Uh That's awesome. And Tasha, I want to ask you, um, you know, you your goal moment uh, was when you didn't, I think you said you didn't have gas in your car or something related right. to that. <laughs> Girl, that, that's a wake-up moment. <laughs> and it didn't yeah. a goal moment. <laughs> but how, how, do you feel, how do you feel now that you find yourself on this journey? How do you feel you're able to, not only mentally accomplish it, but emotionally accomplish it. Wow, it's um, it's definitely been a roller coaster, and I do too suffer from fear and anxiety real bad. In the fact that I did it, like words can't even explain how I feel. It's amazing because I did something for me and not nobody else. Could nobody help mm-hmm. me do what I had to do? There was nobody to go to. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So it, felt, it felt right. Mm-hmm. And Miss Teresa, Teresa, how are you this evening, girl? <laughs> I'm good. That's good. How That's good. You? Now, you know, you know, we all have a little touch of adult ADH, so you're not in that category by yourself. <laughs> but I want to ask you... <laughs> How have you um, embraced your journey where you are emotionally? And did you even see yourself at this point previously? Um, it's still, it's very scary um, because, you know, I'm doing it by myself. I, I have a team of people, but, I mean, like the actual light bulb I'm doing, you know, that comes to me first. And then I try to push my vision on to other people. But it, it's a scary feeling because no one wants to fail. And, you know, I've done so much with the entrepreneurship world that, you know, we spend a lot of money to build our brand and to ensure that our projects work. So um, sometimes I say, oh, I don't want to spend it. I don't want to keep spending money because, um, you know, things take a while to be birthed. Um, and it takes patience, and that's absolutely something I don't have. So uh-huh. um, it just takes a while to get the wheels turning, and, and once I start, I can't stop. Then it becomes an uh-huh. obsession. Now I got to really get it done because now I'm challenging myself. I got to be better than yesterday. Um, right. So then, then it becomes a game where I just <laughs> I got to get it done. I got to get it done. Um, uh-huh. So that's basically how it works for me. Uh-huh. But I think I think um, this is still Tony, ladies. But I think that you touched on something that a lot of us may not even realize it because it's subconscious. It's the fear of failing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the driving forces that sometimes hold us back from actually taking that step forward. Is the fear yeah, of failing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. How, how do you yeah. feel about that now? Um, definitely the fear of um, the fear of failing. I had someone to ask me about, you know, releasing a book. Um, it was a just a friend of mine who wanted some advice on releasing a book, and 
that friend was so nervous, and I was like, I, I haven't met an author yet who has said they are not scared on release day because that's your that's something that you that's the story you've told yourself that's the story that you know you've labored over um some projects take longer than others so you've really spent time with it and now you're releasing it to the world which is definitely um fear because you want it to be received well you know no one wants to be told their baby is ugly so it's one of those things where you um you know, you definitely want to be received well. And I think that in a nutshell, I know for me, a lot of the fear comes from just wanting the message to be um, out and wanting it to be understood as something that is, you know, pure and, and, you know, not done in malice and all of those things. Like it's more of the fear of acceptance but not like be my friend acceptance, more like I just want to make sure that, I, I you know, the message was well-received. Mm-hmm. And that's what we all want, this to be well-received. Sorry, Lisa. That's okay, see? And, and it's all about moving not just with purpose but with intent, you know, mm-hmm. and understanding that what, what you want to do is a, a legacy thing, you know, when you have a vision, you become a legacy chaser. Um, it's no longer you chasing the bag. You you are chasing your vision, and the bag comes along with that. When you're chasing the bag, that's all you're going to be doing is constantly chasing the bag, and you're never going to mm-hmm. catch it. There's always going to be a bag to chase. Um, but when it's your vision and it starts coming together, it brings so much, I think, to you internally. It helps you to pour mm-hmm. into you because you start feeling proud of yourself. You you are making certain accomplishments and you are setting certain um certain boundaries and, and finding things and overcoming things that are fearful. And I think that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing that we have that will hold us back, um, is being afraid to do something. But but when we think about why we can't do something and where it comes from, most likely the root of why we can't is fear. Um, and if, you know, I know that I've always said if it's something that I'm afraid of, then I'm going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because there's nothing that I can't mm-hmm. do. So in, it's, and most of you, well, all three of you guys are authors. And being an author, you still are a business. Books are a business. And so mm-hmm. and you're a brand. So what are five things you think are essential for building a strong brand? Chanel? Um, definitely continuing education. Like you can't say, okay, I'm going to build a brand and this is going to, my brand is going to be purple and gold and we're going to be all about rainbows and then not know about rainbows, not know the significance of the purple and gold, not know um, the the mission of your brand. You know, you have to put in that continuing education and always be striving to do better. Like, okay, the brand is good today, but what can we do to tweak it? Not only, I, I don't think that anybody ever arrived. You know, people are, oh, well, that's so-and-so. They have arrived to this moment. No, there's always room for growth. There's always room for um, 
just doing better, even if it's just 1%. My husband has a 1% rule. You know, every day I'm just going to do 1% better because there's room for that. And I think if you put that at the forefront of your brand, your brand will have longevity. And that's something else. Like that's one of the five. Definitely education, definitely longevity. Because you want to be that corporation or that or whose books go beyond you and, you know, from generation to generation, that type of thing. Um, passion, definitely passion for what you do. Um, and networking. And just being genuine. Like you can't, your brand can't be, if you don't like spinach, you can't be out there telling people that spinach is the best thing in the world. You know, your, your brand has to be very truthful. It sure does, or, it, or else it's not your brand. You yeah. can't tell nothing that you ain't that you don't have a passion for. It's just That's true. It's just air, and and it's a waste of time because it's something that you're really not into. It's not even part of you. You just want something just because. Mhm. Or because everybody else is doing it. So you know, like um, the students at our school they love Crocs. And so everyone has Crocs at the school, all of the, some of the teachers, all of the kids. Um, and my co-teacher and I, we were joking one day, I'm like, well, you know, maybe we need to get some Crocs because Crocs seem to be the thing. But both of us said the same, I just can't bring myself to buy them. You know, if you, if you like them, great, but I just don't like the shoe. And I can't, it would be wrong for me to walk around and be like the ambassador for Crocs if I don't like Crocs. You have to be genuine to who you are. Oh, true. And and with regard to the Crocs, um, Chanel, I just want to say I felt like you. <laughs> and my daughter went out and bought, bought me a pair of Crocs. I'm like, now, when have you ever thought that I would want to wear some of these? But I wore them to appease her. I wore them to appease her. And now I find myself when I'm just running to the store, I'm putting on some footies and my Crocs. <laughs> they say they're really comfortable. I know people that absolutely love them. I just, I can't do it, y'all. Uh-huh. I felt the same way until I got my first pair. <laughs> and Teresa, what do you think five essential? What are five essential things needed uh, in creating a good brand? Well, um, you don't want it to be sloppy when you do your presentation. So I hope you got a little change because you know, if you ain't got no change, <laughs> might be might be a problem. Um, that time starts your business because you got to have the website, you got to have the logos and all the things that go with it. So that's very important. Presentation is everything. And you only have that one shot to impress people. Um, you got to have, uh, I would say, courage. <laughs> that's one of, one of the five things that I would put on my list because, you know, you're going to get knocked down a lot because there's so many people in the same industry that you're trying to be in. You have some that will encourage you, but you have a lot that will try to shut you down because they're like, that's one more person that I got to compete with. So um, you definitely have to have courage and you have to stick to your vision. You can't be worrying about somebody else's vision. You got to worry about what God gave you. 
not mm-hmm. what God gave him. Because your vision isn't their vision, vice versa. Um, number four, I would have to say uh, you would have to have patience um, to allow your business to grow um, slowly. Mm-hmm. Now, that's something I, to- I-, I told y'all earlier I don't have, so I'm working on that. Um, and then number five, uh you gotta you gotta have the personality to deal with people, because no one wants to buy a product from an evil person. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to have that that genuine, great personality where where people gravitate towards you to even want to buy your product. So I think that's important as well. Absolutely. And I don't like the crocs. I I don't like the crocs either. So I just want to say that I don't like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that we have it's it's so laziness, like a lazy spirit. Because Crocs is really like simple. If everybody in school got a pair of Crocs, that means you ain't want to put on no shoes. You ain't want to put on that no part. Shoes. You want to have mm-hmm. this. Just it 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 gives me lazy vibes. Like around the house, okay, but people wear Crocs like everywhere, everywhere, mm-hmm. even to work. Oh, yeah, my 14-year-old, that's all he wears. He pushed aside the Jordans and everything else to wear Crocs. Yeah, it's the cool wow. thing. Wow. No, and, Tasha, I would not be wearing <laughs> <laughs> and Tasha, what do you think five essential are five essential things in building a good brand? Um, first off, I believe you have to believe in you first. You have to manifest and put all your energy into what you believe is right, you know, um, then you have to um, set behind your book, be comfortable on social media, you know, and not, not that you can't follow the trends that they got going on because you're going to be wrapped up in somebody else's fantasy, you know, so you definitely got to stick grounded to what you are and what you believe in. And you got to make paper too. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, I watched this movie um, over the weekend called Master. Have y'all seen that with Regina King? Mm-mm. Oh, my no. God. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay. And it's like... It's kind of like, it want to give you like a scary vibe, but it's not a scary movie. Um, it's really a movie that that I think promotes thought. Um, and at the end of the movie, what I got from it was we work so hard to fit in somebody else's box and what somebody else has. And we, we tend to um, tell people how great we are. You see what I'm saying? work so hard to show people how great we are. We got to tell people how great we are instead of just being great. So I like what Tasha said, um, because it's very important to um, know who you are and whose you are before you you go in any direction, um, because that's going to be part of your foundation. Now, a black Mm -hmm. woman that can write is a powerful thing. You know, I, I honestly feel that black women are probably the most powerful in the world uh, and 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 it's not because of money you know what I'm saying we 
bring so much out of a man. Um, but we have a power. And when we use that power to write, it makes us uh, stoppable. But what does that power mean to each of you? Tasha, we'll start with you. Um, I'm sorry. Read the question, please. I'm sorry. What does that power mean to you? The power um, you have as an author, is, what does that power mean to you? It means I have, I have the right or the choice to change somebody else's destiny. I might be able to save somebody, a child, um, a lady, a woman, a man, you know, behind my story and what I went through. So hopefully I just made a ripple in the world and everybody can get a chance to read it. It's an amazing feeling. And Chanel? Um, I think that power is, the power of a woman is a great responsibility. Um, I think mm. as African-American women, we have embraced it. Like you said, we are responsible for caring for our men and our sons, as well as teaching our daughters. Um, as an author, I, I kind of feel it's a duty. It's really not about, um, as a, especially as a Christian fiction author, um, I just feel it's not about me at all. Um, it's about what God wants to do for someone else through the story. So I have to make sure as the author that I'm very in tune because you don't want to lead someone astray. And in my personal brand, I don't want someone to walk away and, not know that they can make it, that, they, that they're loved, you know, those things. So I think that power is just a great responsibility for us as women and especially us as authors. Absolutely. Teresa? Um, that power is a great tool to have, but it can be dangerous um, if it's not used correctly. But piggyback on Chanel, like we we do have that responsibility to make sure that we as Christian fiction authors empower other people other people. Um we could actually we have the power to change lives by our stories. Um and that's very, very powerful. Um I know when I first started writing Christian fiction I had a couple of um curse words in my book. And one of the um, Christian fiction authors, she said, you know, a lot of these book clubs won't even buy your book, even if it had one curse word. So you got to think about your readers and not think about you. And I've been writing clean ever since. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I went on ahead and I, I took everything out. It wasn't really my choice because there are some Christians that curse, but in the perspective of what she said and the, when we're talking about power, I had the power to get more readers if I took it out of my book. So that's what I did. So that power is crucial. Absolutely. And I think you're so right, Teresa. I'm sorry, Lisa. I think you're so right. It's how you use that power. You don't want to abuse it because, you know, like the topic of our show, purpose is power, and you want to use that power purposefully. Exactly. Yeah. 
I definitely agree with that. Now, here on Let's Chat, we like to do something fun. We really do. So, but that's not my department. That's that's it for me right there. Um, we just like to do something fun. <laughs> Everything else comes from Miss Tony. <laughs> so I don't know what she gonna ask y'all. Um, I'm gonna say if y'all got pearls. You might wanna clutch them. I don't know. Depends on what she gonna ask. Hey, but I'm ready. <laughs> well, ladies, thank you once again for joining us here, Alicia and I, and all those that are listening and that are going to listen to the replay. We really appreciate you spending some of your precious time with here here on Let's Chat, and we thank you for that. But, Lisa, I feel like it's, it's growing season. It's the first week of spring, so it's all about growth and new birth. So, Lisa and I, we have a virtual Let's Chat garden, and a lot of our previous guests have planted things into that garden, things such as plants, trees, we have a bench, we have plaques, we have rocks, we even have a lake. At least I can't remember what was added last time, but it was something that we only have one of a kind of. But And it reflects those people that are planting and then putting those things in our garden. So for each of you ladies tonight, what would you plant in our Let's Chat virtual garden that best represents you? Um, I'm going to say a waterfall for oh. for the lake. I think that will be beautiful in the garden, a nice waterfall. Um, mm-hmm. And it just represents, you know, the flow, just constantly flowing, constantly Ooh, like in, in position um, to do his will in flowing. Mm, that's powerful. And just the waterfall. I like waterfall. that. waterfall. Mm-hmm. And Teresa? I'm going to say because I got a little OCD as well as my ADHD, I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm, going to say I'm bringing some Lysol and some white because I don't trust nobody in the garden. I don't know if they don't wash their hands, what they got going on. So that's what I'm going to bring. Next weekend at the Visions Book 
um, explosive, please come out to that. But outside of that, I am on social media as author she now, and my website is Chanel S H E N E L L I N C Chanel Inc dot com. There you can find um, information about the T-shirts, information about me, events, and also um, purchasing books. All of the books are available in ebook and paperback on Amazon. I love it. I love it. Teresa? Um, you can go on com or org or the host, Teresa B., on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Natasha? You can catch me at Tasha Goins on Facebook, Tasha Goins Publications, LLC, on um, Instagram, you can hit the link in the bio, and you can connect with the book. And hopefully my book is going to be in Atlanta, but I won't do it. See, y'all turn up for me. Yes, Tasha has donated all of her books to be in our um, book bougie boxes. And so all of those that in, attend the karaoke bash will get a book bougie box. going to have some fabulous. Um, items contributed by authors um, and other businesses. I'm excited. So Book Bougie uh, and Book Connoisseur are are something new uh, to my brand, and I'm excited that I'm launching that as well with uh, Visions and Books. Y'all, I appreciate you guys. I thank y'all for supporting me. I Thank you guys for sharing your time, space, and energy here uh, with me and Miss Tony. You guys are welcome anytime. This is now your home. Yay. Anytime you want to talk about some things, just let you. us know. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Definitely. You too. And I look forward to seeing you next weekend. Awesome. Enjoy your evening. Stay safe, ladies. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. That was awesome, Leisha. Yes. You are listening to Let's Chat. I'm Miss Leisha. You know, I got my right hand, and most of the time, she is my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. We are talking that talk about purpose being power on today. Uh, We're going to take a brief break, and then we'll be back with sports.
them bitches, fucking bitches, they like where you found. Sexy body, I'm exploring. Niggas love a baby falling. Flexing niggas so annoying. Head ignored it, keep so boring. They all with you when the sun shines. Run scared, I want the rain falling. Ain't your station when a nigga ballin'. When you broke, nobody callin'. Don't forget the ones who was there. Holding your head when it was bad. If it don't add up, fuckin' niggas shit, I'd rather count it. Got a lot of hoes, I don't love you. Another trip, another show, shit, I don't love you. Someone through the shade, got on my pound. And it cut a few on my clip, shit, I don't love you.
fabulous ladies on the show. So make sure you go check that out. But now it's time for Let's Chat Sports. You know, on Let's Chat, we have a sports edition as well that features myself as well as the sports guru. I want to only Mr. Jazz. Jazz, it's been a lot going on in the sports world. Let's start it off as a new video with your favorite, wrestling and MMO. You know what? I mean, that that there wasn't a whole lot popping this weekend. Um, everything was pretty much kind of quiet. It was, it was a couple of fights, nothing of substance, nothing that most people tuned into. Um, so instead of doing that, what I would like to do is, um, let's get straight to the shit. There's a lot going on, so let's just, let's just, okay. let's just get into it. We'll, we'll talk about the we'll talk about fights next week. Cause there's some fights coming on this week. We'll, Let's get, to, let's get to the NFL, NBA, college football. I mean, college basketball, I'm sorry. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we have March Madness this weekend. So there was a lot of madness. You know, some, some, <laughs> some, 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 some uh, I heard a, a certain number two loss in the first round. Mm-hmm. Then he takes second mm-hmm. round, first round. So, um, so it depends how you want, how you want to start it, babe. Where you want to go? Where you want to go? I'm going wherever. I'll follow you wherever you want to go. <laughs> we can start off because that's your town, our local team, St. Peter's. Is it St. Petersburg? St. Peter's? Yes, St. Peter's. Okay. St. Peter's. Right? Out, of New, New Jer- out, of, out of Jersey City, New Jersey, yes. Jer- that's right, Jersey City. You know, they were the, um, they were the Cinderella team this year, and I'm so happy yes. for those guys. So tell us how you personally feel about Jersey being represented, taking down the big number two. I mean, I, I look. I mean, I've 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 been. You know, I, I don't know much about St. Peter's. You know, I never. Nobody thought they was gonna not only beat Kentucky, but then turn it turn around and then beat. Um, God, I forget what they just won uh, this weekend, but um, I mean, I guess my thing is their coach. I didn't know until this weekend that their coach was part of the Seton Hall team that went all the way to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. So that was really interesting. And the fact that he was with Seton Hall for like eight years and then um, he decided to leave Seton Hall and go to St. Peter's as a head coach, he said everybody was asking him, like, yo, why are you going to St. Peter's instead of staying at Seton Hall, which is a great job. And he's like, yo, it's a great job, but every head coach wants their own program. Right. And when he said that, I was like, that if you're if you're a coach, you want your own program. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be an assistant all their life. Right. If you are, if you think, if you are a coach. I mean, so I, I when he when when I when I saw that interview, I was just like, wow, my man is my man is really he doing he's doing a great job with them kids, man. Real, real talk. Mm-hmm. And also, but what do you think about it about the Cinderella of the NCAA tournament so far? I love it. You know, I'm always for the underdog. But also in another interview, I'm not sure if it was the same one. You know, he says he's had his time. And he's all he is so dedicated to that program and to his players that it's just uplifting to hear him speak. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like the usual jargon that you hear. I I'm not gonna I'm not 
downloaded, but it's the usual jargon that you hear in these D1 and sometimes the D2 schools. You know, yeah. it's not that usual jargon. So it was refreshing to hear his passion because you heard his passion. I'm sure you heard his passion through the interview that you heard. Absolutely. That is all about Absolutely. his you know, so I'm so happy they, they – I don't think they play again until Friday, if I'm not mistaken. Friday. But, yeah. hey, as far as they go, it's, it's, it's all win-win from here. Yeah, I mean, even if they – you know, because now we're getting into better competition, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sweet 16. So, this right. is, we're getting into the teams that, you know, I mean, I, you know, no disrespect, but, I mean, you look at a team like Iowa State who won two games last year. During COVID, mm-hmm. and not in mm-hmm. 2016, you know, right. TCU almost beat Arizona on um, Sunday. So mm-hmm. these teams, these teams in the Sweet 16, they're they 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 built they built the last. So right. I, I I wish I hope St. Peter's you know continues to uh, do their thing. And like he like he said, you know, it's house money now, man. We be playing with house That's money. Right. You know, we, nobody expected mm-hmm. us to even get past Kentucky. So anything we mm-hmm. do now is just a better – for me, it just feels like – I just hope that another larger program doesn't come as natural. I hope he stays at St. Peter's. Not saying that, you know, that wouldn't be good for him because it would be. But, you know, I, I just hope that he, he stays there for a couple of more years and continues to – Elevate them, elevate the kids. And like you said in the interview, it's all about the kids. So hopefully, right. he continue to elevate the kids, and um, mm-hmm. you know, continue to up and continue to build them up. You know, before mm-hmm. he goes on the greener pastures. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what I hope. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, what I'm and like you said, I'm sure people are looking at them differently now. You know, but he they they put St. Peter's on the map. You know, they mm-hmm. are definitely on Absolutely. the map, and they are a team to watch. But I also want to add, uh, Jazz, before we continue on, I want to add one of the m- most advantageous things that St. Peter's has against a lot of teams that they may come up against, is that, mm-hmm. and that is their continuity as a team. Mm-hmm. You know, they Absolutely. have kids that have been together multiple years. And yes. whereas you see the big-name schools, most yes. of those players are one and done. So they have that, and that's a big debt yes. to their advantage because they know how yes. to play through adversity. They know how to play through certain things, whereas yes. a, a, a team that is comprised of just one and done players and new players because every year is a whole new team, they don't have that. They don't have that to fall back on. And that's crucial mm-hmm. During the time when you're in in the in the in the midst of it, you know you 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 got to pull up from the strength of what you've gone mm-hmm. through previously. Do do you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you look at. I mean, absolutely, because you know those those you know Kentuckys, the Dukes, the UNCs, they get the blue chippers, but the blue chippers right. they usually looking for greener pastures after that one year. Exactly. They try. They 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 ready to get. They ready to get paid. Whereas mm-hmm. for some of these, some of these, some of these, some of these players in St. Peter's, this is the last time they may they may. I mean, they may play overseas. 
They may play for the mm-hmm. G League. They may play for the Developmental League. But in essence, these guys, you know, they're not making the NBA. Right. So, so this may end up being the highlight of their playing career, as far right. as college goes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you wanna, you wanna, yeah, you you, you don't have that. You, you wanna, so for these kids, dude, they playing with all they got, all they got. Because mm-hmm. for some they of these, there is no tomorrow. Right. It, it, it's today. Mhm. So, and that's even more. You know, that is even they didn't just they didn't they didn't beat Kentucky by one, they beat Kentucky by six. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a it's I, I hope they do well. I mean, if win or lose, they're gonna put on a good show and I can't wait to watch it. I know. So make sure you guys tune in to NCAA men's on Friday. I don't know the exact time. Uh but it's it's all over sports media, so just <laughs> it's everywhere. Oh, yeah, you'll be able to find it. It won't be hard. It won't be hard. I mean, between uh, TBS, TNT, True, yeah, you'll be able to stream it, all that. So, um, I got, I got to, I want to, I want to switch. I know there was a, lot, a whole lot more to talk about, people, I know, but we only got, we, we, we only got 45 minutes, so I, we, mm-hmm. we, we have to switch subjects real quick. Uh mm-hmm. We have to talk about the with the NFL. We have to. Absolutely. So, because that that's a big deal. That's a big deal. A lot of big, a lot of big things happen. So, um, oh, okay, okay. So, first of all, how do you feel about what Cleveland gave up? Because now it's come out what Cleveland gave up for Deshaun Watson. Good mm-hmm. move or bad move for Cleveland? Oh, they gave up. They, I'm trying to remember all they gave up. I think they gave up. Was it two first rounds? They gave up three number ones. Two, three number. They ones. gave up three number ones, a number three, three number ones, a number three, two number fours, and they signed him to a five year, two thirty, fully guaranteed. Fully guaranteed, and I think those those six were from. You know, combined years, 22, 23, and 24, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. Next three years. Next three years, yes. And they crafted it because he is still, you know, facing legal. I mean, he he beat the criminal part of his thing has been done, but he's also involved with civil action. So they crafted it, Jazz. I'm sure you heard, whereas... If he is suspended and he does miss games, he's only going to lose about a million dollars as opposed to 200 and whatever. So I thought that was quite crafty on the Browns' part. Yeah. Well, you lose the six. That's like like change in our pockets for him. Yeah. Well, we all figure, we all figure the league, anybody who had any transgression, Mm-hmm. The league is giving you six games, so I I fully expect for him to get six games. Right, me but too. that six games because Cleveland is going into this believing that he's going to get six games. Mhm. But that's okay. I'll take the six. That's okay. Whatever. Right. 
So they going into yeah. that knowing that. So they was able to craft the the uh they were able to yes, they were able to craft the contract so that it won't have that much of an effect on um his wallet. Put it that right. way. I, and you know, I, and but, I think that's what it was about. So uh, real quick because we got so many trades to cover. Good trade or bad <laughs> trade for Cleveland? Well, they replaced him with Baker Mayfield, you know. And I, I, how how do you feel the Browns and Mayfield even handled that transition, or is it can it even be considered well, it's, it's a transition? Not a, it, it's, it's not a transition. Let's be clear. Exactly. You, you, Brady, you're not wanted anymore. And like the, and like the GM said, we traded for a player who can act like an adult. So basically. Yes. In their world, there was some maturity issues on mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield's uh, on Baker Mayfield's side of this. But how do I feel about me? Baker's going to get traded. It's just a matter of mm-hmm. when you get traded now, which I doubt. I think that Cleveland's going to keep him on the roster until right before the trade deadline when one of these quarterbacks go down, and then they'll make a trade. And hopefully they can recoup a number one pick. Hopefully. Mhm. Mhm. With that being said, um, I, I want to ask you just based on the last trade, the last QB movement that we saw that involved Matt Ryan to, I think it's to the Colts. Yeah. Now, yes. The Colts team is built pretty much to win, and they, they had a choice between Matt Ryan, Baker Mayfield, and it was a third quarterback. For some reason, I'm having a brain freeze, and mm-hmm. I think that I I like the choice that they made in choosing Matt Ryan because I think he gives them the best chance of the remaining three top-notch quarterbacks to win. Mm-hmm. And I think the with Baker Mayfield, I think the maturity part that the Browns put out there factors mm-hmm. in to how other teams are going to look at him. Well, I, well, okay. Well, I think that, the, that, first of all, they gave – Atlanta traded Matt Ryan for a number three pick, for a third-round pick. That's mm-hmm. it. So, mm-hmm. for – I would assume that Cleveland was wanting more than a third-round pick for, for Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. So, Atlanta had to make a deal because – there was so much dead money tied to Matt Ryan that you just had to make a deal. We got to get from up under this. And you gave up a third, which is for a Matt Ryan, 14 years, for going into a 15 year, I'll make that trade all day. For number three, I'll make that trade all day. Because for me, in my world, in my world, he's a – better quarterback than Carson Wentz, who you had last oh, year. Yeah. Right. So I upgraded. I got rid of Wentz. I got to bite the contract, but I still got a better quarterback because if Wentz played, if Wentz played halfway decent at the, at the, at the end of the year, they make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wentz played like 
he played so bad. And then they missed the playoffs by game. So, yeah, it's, it was time. Now, what do you think about Wentz going to Washington? Well, I think Washington upgraded from where they – I don't know if it's upgraded, but um, who did they have? They had Heinkel, uh, Heineke. Yeah, they had Heineke. They had Heineke. You know, Heineke. he was a starter, you know. Right, right. I like Heineke, though. Yeah, I he, he he left it out on the on, – on the grass, yeah, with the, I like as far as keeping, you know, he he played, he played, he gave it all he had. So I don't know if they feel that it's an upgrade with Wentz, but we shall see. But I also want to ask I you, I really about, don't think so. I, I I do you think it's like parallel, or do you think they took a step back? Because I didn't see a I lot think of Washington games. I think it's parallel because Wentz. I think it's parallel because Wentz has not played a lot. He's been injured a couple yeah, of years he and he missed, few, he missed a few games. Right. I think it's parallel. But you gave up two twos and a three to get Wentz. Mm-hmm. I'm more discouraged by that. You gave up three That's picks. That's a lot for him. That's for for, him. for a guy that I believe is parallel. And Hinky's going to get his chance to play because Wentz is probably going to get hurt again. No disrespect to him. So Absolutely. he might not – Hinky might outplay him just because Hinky might be more healthy. And he knows the playbook. Yes. You well, know, it depends. That's, that's... I think I heard that Washington is going to um, change some coaches and uh, make some upgrades, mm-hmm. I, I believe. I don't know how. I don't know. I heard, I've heard okay. I heard a couple of articles that said that, but uh, mm-hmm. I know you said you had a question, so I'm sorry. You had a question. Okay, but I just want to say one one last thing about um, Hinkle huh? and the, the Washington is that, in addition to the playbook, even though you said they may be changing some coaches, he knows personnel. You know, yeah. he knows he knows the team, and that absolutely that can be valuable in and of itself. True, indeed. That is that is definitely. Uh, a bit, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. So that's important as well. But I want to, I want to just uh, circle back to the the Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons, and their QB. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you feel that it's an upgrade that they are with Marcus Mariota? No. They signed him to a two-year deal it, on yeah. eighteen and three-quarter million. See, here's my thing. Here's my thing. With 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 with. He was on, you know, he was with the Raiders last year. Nothing against Mariota. But, you know, nothing against Mariota. Now, now don't get me wrong. If you're the Falcons, you're ecstatic. But also, you got to realize that you do know how much dead money the Falcons are carrying this year because of Matt Ryan. Mm -hmm. The cap hit, the dead money for Matt Ryan this year it's $40 million. Mm. So it's the largest cap hit ever in history of the NFL in dead money. So Mariota is going to come cheap. But Mariota has always had an issue with staying healthy. And yeah. you got to realize, even though Arthur, Arthur Smith was his coach in Tennessee, Arthur Smith, Arthur Smith is high on Mariota. But mm-hmm. – 
let's let's rewind three years ago. They brung in Tannehill because Tannehill was cheap after he got after he left the Dolphins on a one year deal, came to Tennessee and outplayed Marcus Mariota. Mm. And look and, and been looking good ever since. So for for Atlanta, you got a guy who could start and went healthy. We'll see what he got. But mm-hmm. he came cheap. That's the paramount thing. He came cheap. He came cheap and he was still on the market. And that's for so, a reason. <laughs> yes. And did they upgrade? Absolutely not. I believe that living here, for everybody who was saying, fuck Matt Ryan, by week eight, they're going to be like, damn, I miss Matt Ryan. Shit. He wasn't that bad. They're going to be saying, he wasn't that bad, dude. Because uh-huh. he wasn't. Right, but and I wanted your perspective because you are there. Well, he kept everybody here, kept comparing him to Mike Vick. Can't compare the man to Michael Vick. Can't. First right. of all, it's apples and oranges. Absolutely. So like I tell people, he is the greatest. He has all of the records for the Falcons in passing yards. And anything passing, anything quarterback related besides rushing yards, he has every other mm-hmm. record. So, mm-hmm. you know, but I mean, he just, you know, the contract got him. Right. It's simple as that. So, what do you, okay, I, I have to ask you, what do you think about the Devontae Adams trade to the Raiders? That was my next transition onto <laughs> the race. <laughs> that was that was that was next on the radar. First okay. of all first of all, this whole Aaron Rodgers and I'm I'm gonna call it what it is, it was a debacle. <laughs> it was an absolute debacle, guys. It has been all about him and every now and then he would throw in Devontae Adams. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Things have come out since he mm-hmm. got his quote-unquote contract, but it's been all about Aaron Rodgers, you know. And it's so come out me, that he, me. he wasn't, there was no communication between Adams and the other team players, you know, and, and these people's lives are in limbo because you choose to go to the to the public microphone and demand what you want. It was all about you. Okay, so now you got yours, and you think I'm going to be here, but guess what? I'm not. So, I absolutely, it may be petty dress. I may be my Miss Petty T right now, but I love the moves that Devontae Adams made. You know, he's he and Derek Carr, they're the Raiders QB, they're friends. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they play know together. Okay. They, they practice together. So, okay. you know, they, okay. he's letting them know that I, I'm, I'm a name, too. I'm a homegrown name as well. Yes. But for you yes. as a Raiders fan, that's your team. Tell well, the listening audience how you feel about well, it. Well, I'll say this. At first, when I first saw it, at first I was like this, nah. Huh? How'd that work? I'm, you know, so did I, you know, but like you, I've always heard that they've always said that Aaron Rodgers is, he can be difficult to work with. 
he is definitely a he is definitely a a prima donna. He's definitely as far as what people have said from what I've read. He he can be right. difficult to work with, and I believe that, like you said, Aaron got his, and I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he said, "Yo, give me mine." But then we got to we, we got. I believe that he did after he got his. He said, "Yo, let's see if we can resign Demonte because he is a true number one in the league where there aren't that many." But. He let is me get the mine number first one receiver. <laughs> huh? I mean, you know, like I said, there are very few teams with true number one wide receivers. So right. I'm pretty sure after he got his, he was like, yo, we got to lock up DeMonte. And I believe that they said, hey, we could lock we'll, – that we'll get right on it. We'll get right on it, Aaron. No problem. In the meantime, DeMonte is over there. He's like this. Oh, so y'all just going to forget about me. Cause I got one year left on my deal, so mm-hmm. okay. You know what? I'm I'm just gonna chill here, like you said. Him and Derek being, if they're friends and Derek, you know, you know what I like it to. A lot of people may not agree with it. I like it to when Durant left OKC. Mhm. He said, "Yo, come over here, man. You ain't got to deal <laughs> with that bullshit over there, man." Come over here. We got Josh McDaniels, the coach. We need a number one. Henry Ruggs caught the, unfortunately, caught the uh, the vehicular homicide charge. We need a number one. Mm-hmm. And we're going to rework your – and here's the kicker. We're going to do it to Sean. We're going to do it to Sean Watson. We're going to rework mm-hmm. your deal, and we're going to give you – Five years, $141 million mm-hmm. over five. Mm-hmm. $141 over five. And the Raiders gave up a number one and a number two this year. Mm-hmm. So that was a lot. for that, that was a lot. A number one and a number two, mm-hmm. that's a lot to give up for him. Right. I would definitely agree with that. That is a lot to give up for him. But if the Raiders believe that they are that close, I don't know if they're that close. But mm-hmm. if the Raiders believe that they are that close, then you make that deal. Absolutely. He absolutely makes the Raiders better. He puts them in contention. But, Jazz, I want to go back to something that you said Um. Aaron Rodgers waited to the 23rd hour, and then he thought about Devontae Adams. You don't do that mm-hmm. to someone that is crucial to you winning a Super Bowl. You know, you, you should have been in communication. You should have been in – you should have been dialoguing with this man. You know, this is not high school football. You know, these are lives that are being, you know, discussed or – not being discussed. So you can't wait to the twenty fifth hour and then say, Oh yeah, we gotta sign Devontae Adams. So Petty Me and I, I I'm owning it. Petty T yeah. is saying good for Devontae. He's going somewhere yeah. where yeah. he's he's really wanted. So I love yeah, it. the Raiders I, definitely I need him, let's be clear. Because <laughs> now one thing I will say as a Raiders fan watching their games, now you can't just double Waller 
and Renfro. Mm-hmm. Now you got Devontae now. Now you can stretch the field a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you loosen up the defense just by him being on the field. Because remember, right. towards the end of the year, part of the reason why the Raiders lost some games was because they did, they only had two players. When you right. when they when they passed the ball, they had they had Renfro and Waller, and then Waller got hurt. So the only person mm-hmm. you had was Renfro. That's mm-hmm. that you you need more offense than that. Right. So, you know, so I I think it's a great deal. I mean, like I said, you gave mm-hmm. up a lot, but when you got a player of that magnitude, you give that up a lot. Caliber. And there's only one in the two. There's only one in the two. Right. So. And it's all this right. year. It's, so it's not like next year right. you're going to have to give up something. It's not like the Matthew Stafford deal or the Russell Wilson deal or even mm-hmm. a Devontae or even, even a Deshaun Watson deal where you're going to be paying you're going to be paying three, four years later. Mm-hmm. I don't think I pay mm-hmm. it all up front. I deal with, and then I, I try to, we'll ride it out and then next year we'll have our, we'll have our picks back. Right. And but we'll I be starting add, tonight. Um, mm-hmm. But I also want to add, Jazz. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but good, like we were talking about we were talking about with um, Washington and Hanko. I gotta remember how to pronounce his name. Knowing the personnel over Mariota, Adams and Carr, they know they they throw to each other, you know. So this mm-hmm. won't be like a, a, a new thing for them. They have practiced off season with yeah. each other, you know, I, and I think they mm-hmm. may have even played in college. I can't remember for sure if okay. they played in college together, but they know mm-hmm. that's personnel knowledge. And like we said earlier, that's key. That's key. So it's not anything new that they have to – If the playbook is it, it's different, absolutely, but Carr knows Adam's game is what I'm trying to say. What do you think? How do you? What's your take on that? Did I lose you, Josh? Hello. Are you there, Josh? Okay, I got you. I'm sorry about that. My phone will have faded <laughs> out. But yeah, so I mean, it takes a while for the quarterbacks to understand where do you like the ball? Do you want it on your outside, inside shoulder? Uh, you know, like like Stafford said, it took him all summer to get that rapport with Cooper Cup. Um, that's what quarterbacks are doing now. They're taking in number one, and they're working out. So that when the league right. starts, when the game starts, I know how you want the ball. I know where you want the ball. So we we they they start doing that as soon as you know. I remember Russell Wilson. I remember um. Uh, Trevor uh, Tyler Lockett saying that when they first drafted him, and same thing with the um, with the wide receiver, uh, the the number one up there. They said as soon as they got drafted, three days later, Russell was calling him like, "Yo, when we hooking up, yo." He said, Russell Wilson calling me. I'm like, well, "It's Russell Wilson." Is he like, "Yo, I need we need to we need to have a rapport with Metcalf." Right. Same thing. So right. I assume that. But now Carr didn't have to do all that. I already know how he like it. Now I just got to incorporate. Now I just got to get with Josh McDaniels. We have to get 
our offense as dynamic as we can get it so that now we can to, we can exploit the tight end mismatch with a true number one wide receiver and a number two that's a mismatch for most linebackers. Exploit that. And we still got Jacobs at running back. So we got the offense. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So that's the that's the thing. But I want to ask you something. Did you hear? Have you heard? I'm not sure if you know. Did you hear about the Khalil Mack trade? Khalil Mack. When did it happen today? It happened the other. Every, it was real quiet. Like no. <laughs> because so much is is dominating the headlines. <laughs> Khalil Mack was traded from Chicago to the Chargers. If I'm not mistaken. But yes, they traded Khalil Mack to the Chargers for for a second round and a sixth round draft pick. Wow. Yes, that happened. Oh, and here's another one. Did you hear about well, the, the Chandler Jones signing? It, it should, he, you mean the Bears? He went to the Bears. No, he got traded from the Bears. Really? Yes. Nobody, it's like nobody, real quiet, That's real quiet. So, so educate us, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Very quiet. So much real quiet, on. Real I quiet, real quiet. to see that. <laughs> real quiet. Yes, Khalil Mack got traded from the Bears to the, the Los Chargers. Angeles Chargers. Okay. And, okay, Chandler Jones. That played for Arizona for the past four, five, six years. He mm-hmm. signed with the Raiders, a three-year, fifty-two million dollars. Um, uh, that that makes sense. They re-up Max Crosby, and I know you heard about the um. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a wait. For for um, you heard about the Von Miller contract? Yeah, I heard. Okay. But here's the one that a lot of people, and I know if Lisa's listening, she she might she might sit out. <laughs> um, Chase Edmonds went to the Dolphins. Everybody know that. Mm-hmm. But remember, you have, you remember Raheem Mozart played for right. San Fran. Mm-hmm. Now plays for the Dolphins. One year deal. These are moves that are that are not like out there, guys. I know. I know. <laughs> you you went but deep. They, but these are <laughs> but these are moves that they're they're okay okay. I got I got I got a last question for you because I know we got to talk about uh, basketball NBA. But did you hear about Jameis Winston? Yes, he. Jameis Winston, yes. Okay, he resigned with the Saints. Mhm. But you know the only reason why he resigned with the Saints is because Deshaun Watson went to Cleveland. I just wanted oh, to yeah. make that point. And oh, yeah, because they were the they were the leading contenders for to get yes. uh, Watson. Yes. Yes. And Kirk Cousins, <laughs> my man Kirk. 
Kirk Cousins <laughs> signed an extension the other day, real quiet. One year, $35 million. Mm-hmm. Fully guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. There is what quarterback in the last five years has made the most money in the league? Oh, in the last five years? Yes, the last five years. Now, would it be a top five quarterback? Nah, I wouldn't say he's top five. I would have to say either Kirk Cousins or Carson Wentz. Kirk Cousins. But the reason why is because ever since he left Washington, every right. contract he's had it's has been like fully one guaranteed. Year. Well, remember he signed. Remember when he came to Minnesota when he first came to Minnesota, he signed the four-year, one twenty, fully guaranteed. Mm-hmm. He was the first one. He he was the oh, he was the first quarterback to ever get a fully guaranteed contract. Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. not Russell Wilson, not Aaron Rodgers, not Peyton Manning, not uh not Mahomes, not Lamar Jackson. Not Josh Allen, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Prior to recently, a lot of NFL contracts were not fully guaranteed because no. of the injuries, you know. And this this is all fairly new, but it seems to be coming the norm. And I just wonder how how long, you know, you don't see guaranteed contracts in the NFL. You just didn't well, right see now, that right now. There are only two players with fully guaranteed contracts. That's Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins and Deshaun Watson now. Right. Even Rogers' contract is not fully guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So nobody has fully guaranteed contracts besides them two quarterbacks. So I don't think it's the norm. I think it's – I think that your agent – can negotiate that. Because like I said, if I was a quarterback, I'll be hiring Kirk Cousins' agent. Because whatever he's doing, he needs to do that for me. Right. That's what I'm saying. It, it seems to be becoming all these new Well, we'll see. We'll see contracts. because we'll see because, you know, again, Deshaun Watson had a distinct advantage of Cleveland was Cleveland was willing to do whatever it had to be done, whatever. So when they said they want a fully guaranteed deal, they was like, "Fine, we don't care." Are you going to sign it? Cause that's yeah, how because that's how bad they wanted. Right, because they were the first one eliminated of the. I think it was three or four that yes. that Deshaun yes. Watson was even considering. Yes. It the Saints. Yes. It was the Saints. Um, the Browns hmm. and I want to say I wrote it down. It was another team, you know. So the, mm-hmm. the what was the, the Saints, the, the, the uh, Panthers, it was the Saints, the right. Panthers, the um, Cleveland the Browns. Yeah, because I think the fourth team. I don't know if they really ever just. I don't really ever remember hearing the fourth team by name. They just mentioned fourth team. Right, but I, but I know those three. three. Yeah, I knew right. those three. So, right. um, but I know we I know we run out of time. I know we're getting short, and I know we got to talk 
Uh, I know we're going to talk basketball, but real quick, uh, how do you feel about Tom Brady on retiring? And, Jazz, I don't know if we ever got a chance to discuss it on here nope. on the show, but nope. I I didn't think it would last, <laughs> but I didn't think it would be this short amount of time, just 40 days. <laughs> no. When I heard of it, that's, that's just 40. <laughs> 40. That's right, 40. That's number. 40. Damn that's you. the number. <laughs> that's I exactly what you said. 40 days, guys. Hey. 40 you said, you know what? Tired of being at home. <laughs> but but I will say this as a side note. As a side note. <laughs> it did have the desired impact. Because what Tampa Bay was hoping that. Because remember, they had damn near half their team was free agents. Right. And they were hoping that, I'm pretty sure they was hoping that when if Tom Brady decides to come back, that those those players will resign. And so far we've seen a bunch of them resign. OJ OJ Howard left. You still don't mm-hmm. know what about you. Know, you still don't know about Gronk. But I mean, Fournette came back. Uh, a bunch of the a bunch of the center came back. The guard came back. Kappa came back. So, a lot of their friends came back. I know how it was like. I know how it was like. Yo, I got my rings and I'm out. So, I'm getting about to get paid. So, um, but it had the desired effect because if he didn't come back, their team is ravaged. Straight up. Right. Right. But and they're now, also, you know, he had, to, he had to announce it, like you said, in a time frame where they allowed to, to shore up the other players. Exactly. And then they signed a couple, like Logan. Uh, Logan Ryan used to play for the Patriots. He just went down there and signed. So they're picking up players. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, you know, they're picking up a couple players in the middle of all that. So it had the desired effect. That's what I figured Mm -hmm. they were doing it to see if they could do one more run and in the meantime get some of these players to resign for at least Mm -hmm. a year or two. You know what I mean? So... Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I know was, we got to Okay, I so I, I know we. To, I, was, huh? I was sorry to see Logan Ryan go. I really liked him. He had great leadership qualities. You mm-hmm. know, he was good for that locker room. He's just an overall good guy. So I was really sad to see him leave the Giants. To be honest. So yeah, I, but right I'm, now I'm y'all don't that. y'all don't need y'all don't y'all don't need a y'all don't need a leader. Y'all need some players. Sorry. <laughs> No, I'm just, just saying, saying what he brought to the game. He brought leadership yes. to the game. Oh, he was definitely good for your team. Mm-hmm. You just need five more of those in line. That's all. <laughs> why, why you got to go there, Jack? Why, why you I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. You open the door. I'm just saying. So I got, I got, I got two because I know we're, I know we're running out of time, and I know that the playoffs about to start. The end of the, the end of the NBA season is April the 10th. So Absolutely. I'm going to ask you yep. this very quickly. Um, mm-hmm. Is the Heat the best team in the East? And if they're not, who is? Oh, in the East? Yes. I mean, they're up there. You know, I, okay. they're up there. But I want to say in the East, it would be, I'm trying to see Milwaukee. You got the or, Bucks. You got, you got, now again, you got, you got the Bucks. You got, a hot the 76 is team. Right. The Celtics are giving people problems. Yeah, they're, they're the Bulls, playing the ball. The Bulls don't look bad. 
You know, DeRozan and um, uh, Levine are meshing. Yeah, the Bulls, I mean, the the Bulls are, are up there. But right now they're holding the best record in the East, the Heat that I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, that's why I'm asking, it's, it's, are it's, they the best? I don't, I, I wouldn't necessarily say they are the best, but their record is the best. So you still think the Bucks are better? I, I, I believe in... Giannis, you know when he okay. gets going, okay. he, I, 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 I still, I'm still rolling with the Bucks. So Giannis, we trust. And that's well, a, and it's that's not just Giannis, because you got you got Middleton, you got you got Bledsoe, uh, mm-hmm. Portis. I mean, you got and you got some players Portis. there now. I think Portis is returning this week sometime. I think he, yes. He, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's returning. If he hasn't returned already, some game this. Oh no! I'm I'm about to turn to the game now. I'll tell you in one minute. Yeah, they're, think, to, they're think, playing the Bulls today. Yeah, so that that right there can determine that. But I also, you know, it's unfortunate that the Nets are out of out of that. It's surprising that we're saying this, but they're out of that top five set. Well, well. Well, but you but but you know what? Side note, let's be clear. Nobody wants to play the Nets. Nobody no. wants to play the Nets. <clears throat> Nobody with wants to play the Nets. Him. With or without him. I mean, no. Again, I haven't. You know what? I haven't watched any of their games, but I'm pretty sure you have. What oh, yeah. is what is Simmons looking like? Simmons hasn't played. Simmons was oh. just. Simmons is still out on a injury reserve. He was no. just diagnosed with. He just had an epidural, so really? he may not be back. Yeah, he may not be back regular season. So he's definitely still out. He just recently had. I want to say he had an epidural. Maybe what's today? Tuesday. It's not this hmm. weekend yesterday. Yeah, so he's still out. And of the wow. seven remaining games, Kyrie is only eligible to play one of those seven games. Wow. Oh, yeah. So I could have swore that he has played. Oh, my God. No, he hasn't even played that. Damn. He, hasn't, he, he definitely hasn't played that. That's no, crazy. He, he's he's out with uh, he's still out on injury. That's, wow. Okay. Wow. That's crazy. But okay. That's so, why these last crucial games to be playing without a full squad and full mm-hmm. squad being with Kyrie. Yeah. Is is key. Yeah. No. Because they Kyrie yeah. can't play in Canada. They they play in they play in he can't play in Canada and he can't play at home. So he's only able yeah. to be able to play in one of the seven Damn. or eight remaining games. That's a lot. Damn. So okay, so now next okay last. I lost you guys. Okay, I got you. Okay. Yeah, I got okay. you. Okay, so. 
My 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 last question. Mm-hmm. Are the Suns the best team in the West? I think so. Wow. Especially with this latest injury to Curry, which was so unfortunate because they just got back Draymond Green. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was I mean, well. But I don't know how. I mean, I still don't believe. I still. He not out for the year. So. I still he think that somehow, some way. Yeah, they saying he may not be back right during the regular season. He may be back during the playoffs. <clears throat> the playoffs, that he will be back. Today. I, I, right. I just, there's no way I can see. There's no way I can see him missing the playoffs. Part of no, all of I the playoffs. I don't think he'll miss that. Now, depending on who they got to play in the first round, they are three seeds, so three plays six. So right now they will play the Timberwolves. The Ooh. Timberwolves get them problems. Oh yeah. They get the Timberwolves get them problems. So, um, you know, if they have to play the Timberwolves, they may need them a little bit. If they drop down a lot, to a lot of bit. <laughs> I mean, if they if they if they move up to a two seed, but again, here's the problem: the Timberwolves and the Nuggets are both tied with the six seed. So that means they're one six one seven. The eighth seed is the Clippers. So we know right now the Suns would probably play the Clippers if that's the case. So that means that the Grizzlies will play the Nuggets. That's going to be a barn burner. And you know, I will if I'm the Warriors, I would rather play. Minnesota than playing Memphis. Memphis is playing with. I mean, instead of playing, I would rather yeah. play the Timberwolves than the Nuggets. Memphis. The I Nuggets. wouldn't want to. I mean the Nuggets. Memphis. I mean because the Nuggets, especially if Murray, if Murray comes back, and him and um him in the center, and you know you got Jokic, if Murray comes back, and you still got Porter. Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play them. I play Minnesota. Absolutely. I oh, out of those, you would choose Minnesota. I'll play Minnesota over Denver. Denver's going to give me too many problems. And sometimes you never know which team you're going to get with Denver on any given day. I agree. You know that you, I agree with. You really don't know who's stepping out on the court at any given time. Yeah, but I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with. You I don't, don't want to. You know, whichever one. Yeah, because out. I mean, because when they when they're on, when they're, they're on, on, yo, best team in yo it's best so team in the West when they're on. Oh yeah. They do whatever they they go inside with Jokers. They go outside with Murray and Barton, and um, they go inside with Jokers. They go inside with Porter Junior. And not Porter Junior. Discovered that he could actually shoot the three. Yo, they can do some damage. That's why like I'm you saying, which team comes up? Exactly. Yeah, that's, that, that's the. That's why they. That's why that's, they're, they're six seven and not a two three. Right. And but Murray was question. out all year, so that that did that didn't help. That Murray was out most of, all year. Right. And so the Knicks are losing. I just want to tell you that, by the way. I I I. I, I 
I thank you for sharing that with everyone, Jazz. I really yeah, I just appreciate. figured that, I figured that would be what, what a good way of closing the show. We we can close the show now because the Knicks are losing. And by the way, uh, can you tell Mr. Kyle that um, I told him that they were not gonna make it, and he told me he guaranteed that they gonna make the playoffs. You leave my son alone. I don't know if he guaranteed it, but I have to go back and, and listen to that. <laughs> he guaranteed. <laughs> Just wanted to say that. And with that, guys, y'all see how Dad's going to do a sister girl. He's going to close out on the show. We're out of time. Out of time. We're out of time. <laughs> out of time. I want to thank you guys for listening. Oh, my God. It's been incredible. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for welcoming us back. And, um... We we we're here every Tuesday from eight to eight thirty or nine o'clock, give or take. And we could do this every week until uh what, fall? Mm-hmm. At least so at, at least for the time being. So um Absolutely. again I wanna thank you guys for so I wanna thank you guys for listening. We can't we can't do this without you guys. And I hope that you guys come back next week. Any new listeners, please come back. We got a lot of information to share with you guys. Like the commit, like Khalil Mack playing for <laughs> Los Angeles Chargers. We'll get more basketball. We'll get into more basketball in the next couple of weeks because the playoffs are starting. Right now, teams are kind of divvying. They're playing, They're kind of playing for positions. So you will definitely get more basketball talk. You will definitely get more football talk as it arises, and we will definitely cover more of the um, NCAA tournament this weekend. It was just too many games to keep up with, dude. It was just too many games. Oh, my God. It was a lot. It was a lot. Well, Jazz, so, you yes. have said it all. You can good at oh, wow, this Yeah, you said it all, man. That's, there's nothing left to say. Hey. <laughs> but I do want to hey. remind everyone that's listening, you know, we will be back next week. The Let's Chat yes. portion, uh, the Let's Chat interview portion starts at 7, and Jazz and I follow right behind it with Let's Chat Sports at 8. Once again, if you missed any portion of our show, no worries. Just head over to anywhere you get your podcast and download Let's Chat with Miss Tony and Alicia. And you can pick up on anything that we've had. Don't forget to make sure you go to eventbrite.com and pick up your tickets for Alicia's upcoming visions and books. Uh-oh. next weekend on Saturday, April. She has her birthday, so make sure you wish her a what? happy birthday. There's a lot nice. Of that. <laughs> so make sure oh, you nice. To follow us. And anyway, you can get your down your you download your podcast. Just look for Let's Chat with Miss Tony and Alicia and catch up on everything yeah. relating to literature and sports. So Jazz, once again, take Word. us out. We will see you next Tuesday. Yo, yo, thanks for coming out. God bless. A good night, baby. Good night, everyone. I yeah.